Hello and welcome to Impact Ed. I'm H.D. Chambers with Ailey ISD, and I want to welcome uh, those of you uh, listening to today's episode. Uh, today we've got a, uh, a couple of kids here, a couple students, a high school age student and, a, and an intermediate, which in our district, intermediate is fifth and sixth grade level, uh, and also have an elementary principal that's going to join us. And we're going to talk today about a topic that doesn't really get a whole lot of attention, I guess. And in public schools, we're so busy with preparing kids academically and socially and emotionally. And one of the areas that sometimes gets overlooked is how much volunteer work and community service work that a lot of our students put in. Some put it in because it's required for part of a program or part of a coursework, and then some do it just out of the goodness of their heart. We got a couple of young ladies here that are going to talk about how they, how they first of all, got involved in community service. And as I told them before we started, they're going to be speaking on behalf of a lot of students. With that, I am going to let them introduce themselves, their name and what grade they're in and where they go to school. Uh, and then we're going to get into a conversation about volunteerism and community service. All righty. So I'll tell you what, let's start. Ms. Bird, I'll start with you and then we'll kind of go around the, the, the table here. Yes. Good morning. I'm Jeanette Bird. I'm the principal at Cummings Elementary and I've served in this position for eight years. Thank you. And we'll, t- we'll talk about the relevance of Ms. Bird's participation in this. Hello, my name is Rain Donahue, and I am a fifth grader at Mata Intermediate School. Uh, I'm Jasmine Gonzalez, and I'm a sophomore at Elsick High School. Perfect. So we have a fifth grader and a sophomore, a 10th grader, uh, and then obviously a, an adult, a principal. Uh, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to first ask Ms. Bird, just from her perspective as a campus leader, and someone who, um, and just so everyone knows, Rain, who's our fifth grader, she attended Cummings Elementary with with Miss Bird serving as a principal there, and we'll talk about how Rain got involved in this. But from a principal's perspective, talk about the effort or the emphasis or the amount of time that that we put into trying to help students understand the value of community service and volunteering and helping out even at a young age. Yes, and I did have the privilege of having Rain on our campus at Cummings Elementary from pre-K all the way through fourth grade, so I do know her well. And one of the things that we really try to emphasize at uh, Cummings is that, like Mr. Chambers just said, the impact of what service can do for others. And that sometimes can be um, bite-sized impact because sometimes I would have young kids, kids as young as kindergartners who will come with five pencils. And like, these are five pencils and I want to give them to someone. And to me, that's planting the seed while they're young. They don't know in particular anyone who might need those pencils, but they just want to do that. And um, each organization or many of the organizations that we have on our elementary campus, ranging from student council to Esquire's The Boys Club, uh, TLC, the Ladies of Cummings, all of the organizations that we have always have a community service component to it. And sometimes that component just reaches students within our campus or within our community, but also it goes out, like even taking um, a TLC to the Houston Food Bank. And what I've found is that when students are involved in something like that, something outside of the classroom, something that they know that they're um, having making a difference with, I find that that helps even with their engagement in school. Because every student has to have something that they feel is important to them to keep them engaged in school. And so when they have those opportunities to be involved in community service, it translates into their involvement and engagement in the classroom as well. Yeah, and exposes them to a lot of things that, that they're not aware of uh, within their own little classroom or school or even their, 
their community they live in. And there's clear connections to the curriculum. So teachers can definitely tie it into the curriculum that's being taught because there are demands on teachers of what needs to be done within a a given school year. But there's definitely um, connections that can be made. Rain, you're a fifth grader. Yes. You've kind of had this mindset at a young age. Won't you tell us in your own words, how do you remember how that started or what, what got you involved to the extent that you are? Well, six years ago, I was at a church, and there were two kids named Charlotte and Carlos. Nobody wanted to talk to them or play with them. Everybody would spread rumors about them. And one day, I was just like, you know what? I'm not going to listen to these rumors, and I'm going to go talk to them. So through our conversation, I learned that they didn't have a home, and they were living at a motel, and they didn't have school supplies or backpacks, and they wore the same thing every single day. So I went home, and I told my mom, and I was like, Mom, you know how my name is Rain and how rainbows make people smile? And I want to give backpacks to these kids that don't have anything. But at six years old, what could I do? So then we had the conversation and my mom helped me get the idea of Rainbow's backpacks. And through my organization, I get to give backpacks with school supplies to kids who aren't able to afford them. So so this began with you going up to two strangers. Yes. And just talking to them and learning their story, right? And from that, it's become Rainbow's backpacks. Backpacks. So you've got your own little organization. Was backpacks something those kids needed, or did you just think that was that made a lot of sense for? Because every student needs a backpack, yeah. right? Well, backpacks is just a, one of the things that the kids needed. Like me and my mom, we helped them also get a little apartment so they can like kind of get back on their feet. We just really wanted to help them to make sure that they were going to be okay. So your mom obviously is very yes. very involved, very involved. That's it, it, that's a credit to to her and the way in which she helps support you. Yes. So we're going to come back and talk to you a little bit more in a little bit, okay? But thank you for that. So, Jasmine, you're a sophomore at ELSIC, mm-hmm. and uh, you're heavily involved in volunteer work and community service. Maybe, like I asked Rain, maybe talk a little bit about how that started with you. What's some things that you have done or have been doing to try to help and provide back to your community? Since I was little, my mom had put, like, my brothers and my older sister in Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts, and then I was like, I want to be in Girl Scouts, you know? (laughs) And I was like, that looks fun. So then Girl Scouts, it's all about helping everyone, you know? You're always like, hey, Girl Scouts can do this. Hey, Girl Scouts can do that, right? And then I was like, oh, okay, I kind of like this, you know? Mm -hmm. Like helping people. That's how I, like, started. And then it was, like, little projects that we would do. Like, there's three different awards you can get in Girl Scouts. For my bronze award, I went to an animal shelter and I donated blankets and like pillows and stuff for the animals. And I was like, oh, they get to sleep. You know, just yeah. just knowing that like you help someone, it just, it helps you. Did yeah. you, for, for that project, for the blankets for the animals, did you raise money for it or did you get volunteers to donate the blankets or how did you get them? Um, we, I was so young. Uh, <laughs> I was a brownie in Girl Scouts. It's like, oh, that's we have a, different yeah, that's categories. Little, yeah, my daughter that's... did Girl Scouts. <laughs> yeah, I was young. <laughs> I think we tried to raise money to get money so mm-hmm. that we can go to Joanne's and we got fabric and like we made them by ourselves like you cut it oh, wow. like if you cut it and we just like tied them and they were so cute <laughs> they were really yes. cute so you from that from starting in Girl Scouts or brownies when mm-hmm. you're little and, and I remember those days my daughter's <laughs> old and on her own now but so you've been in Girl Scouts ever since yes ever since and there's other projects that you've done or other community service projects that you're that you're proud of yes I also did my silver award which is the one that's at Ewan's elementary it's the little library it's oh. a take a book leave a book yeah that was my silver award I'm currently working on my gold award 
which is the next big project. So talk about the Silver Award. Talk about the little library, because you and I talked about that the other mm. day. Talk about what that is and how it works and whether you've been happy with the, the results of it. Okay, so basically, it's not like an original idea, but there's a, a organization called the, it's like the little libraries, and you see them. You If you like pass, you'll see some. And so basically, my mom was like, you love to read. I loved to read. So I was like, and she works at a elementary school, and she used to talk about how a bunch of pre-Kers always wanted books or like mm-hmm. kindergartners always wanted books. And I know that I'm not a time management person, and I know that I don't really turn in my books on time. So I was like, and so she came across the idea on Facebook, and she was like, hey, you should do this. And I was like, oh. And then I was like, where would I put it, though? And she was like, well, there's an elementary school. Like, I work at an elementary school. And I was like, you're right. And I was <laughs> like, um, so then when I put it there, I didn't really know how much it, attention it would get because, like, it looks like a birdhouse. It's like an oversized birdhouse, mm-hmm. but it's bright pink. It's mm-hmm. bright pink. And I was like, wow. this is eye-catching. Bright. So then I put in some books, and I was like, let me just put them in, see what's going to happen. So I came back, like, in a week or so, and then pretty much – a bunch of the books were gone, and on the little, there's a door so that you can open it. And, like, on top, I put take a book, leave a book. And then I saw new books that were in there, and I was like, oh, this is actually really helping people. When you donate something or when you're, like, giving back and doing stuff, that's what you want to feel, you know? Yeah. So you could see very quickly the benefit of the li- the little library because these books were gone, the, yeah. the original ones you started with, and there were new ones being put in there. And I'm assuming that's continued, right? Mm-hmm. It keeps going. Keeps going. Well, that's very impressive. And you're working on a big one now for your gold. Yes. Right? One of these days, are you going to be able to tell us what it is? Or is it a top secret? No, I can tell <laughs> y'all. So I love animals. When I grow up, I want to be a veterinarian. That's mm-hmm. what I'm trying to do right now. So I'm trying to see if I can, like, find a vet space mm-hmm. that, like, has, like, a little land So I can put like a dog park and some benches and stuff and donate like a garden or something for the animals. We uh, we may have a when we're through with this, I may have an idea for you. Okay, (laughs) the location. Both of you have talked about your your mom or your your parents being involved in this growing up. And I know you're still growing up. But did you notice your your mom or your parents also being kind of volunteers yes um every weekend on a sunday me my mom and my dad we would make food for the homeless and we would go out and my dad like most of the time he would have to work but i knew that he was like really involved with it because on send on sundays he would take off that work day and go help the homeless what are your mom what is your mom's name a jamie jamie what's your dad's name raymond raymond well they're they're doing a great job raising you you have great great parents Jasmine, you said your mom was involved with yours as well? Heavily. She She's the one who pushes me, but, like, she knows that I can do it. She's the one who's like, Jasmine, you know you can do it. Why are you doubting yourself? My dad helps a lot, too. It's like when I feel like I'm going to, like, I can't do it. They're like, okay, stop, breathe, <laughs> now try. That's good you advice. <laughs> and yes. what is your mom's name? Uh, my mom's name is Gabriella. And what is your father's name? My dad's name is Francisco. Again, usually when you find students like yourselves, there's always uh, something at home that's kind of planted the seed. But I want you guys to talk not so much about your project, okay, or projects, but more let's, let's try to talk about community service as a issue with kids these days. So you're y'all are unique. Not every fifth grader is doing what you're doing, right? Not every sophomore is doing what you're doing. 
What do you think the perception of volunteering in, with kids, what do you think their thoughts are? Do, do they accept it? I mean, they or they don't know how to go about it? Well, I think like some kids don't like really care. Some kids are just like, you know what, I don't care. I'm just going to go on my phone, play video games, play Fortnite. Mm -hmm. But then there's like some other kids that are like, you know what, this is really good. You're helping kids out. And actually one of my best friends, Tiana, she told me, Rain, you're inspiring me. And that's why I decided to go help the homeless. That's why I decided to give backpacks to kids who didn't afford them. Because you had a friend that noticed it, right? Yes. Have you guys, both of y'all, have y'all noticed that other students, friends of yours, or paying attention? Yes. Yeah, my best friend, she she was like, what are you doing, right? Because, like, I would, like, go home every day, and, like, I used to stay after school. She's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? And I'm like, you're going to see. You're going to see. Watch. And so I, I took her to my mom's job, and I was like, look, this is what I did. She was like, first, that's really cute. And she's like, what is it for? And I explained it to her, and she was like, wow, like, that made her feel good, even though she didn't do it, you know? Yeah. I think I think students, and Miss Bird, you can speak yeah. to this. You have no idea, and students have no idea, that when you do something like that, other kids are watching. Right. And I was going to say that, too, definitely, that you definitely serve as a role model for other people, other students, but also some adults, too, as role models for them. Because one thing, I know Rain has a little sister that's on our campus right now, and I know she's watching what her big sister is doing and will want to follow in her footsteps. And just the time that Rain had at Cummings, and we were the recipients of uh, Rainbow's backpacks uh, for many years. Uh, even this school year, mm -hmm. she still came to our campus to donate the backpacks. But I know for other kids seeing that, because at one point in time, Rain was able to just hand them out. Like some kids, there, there was a need immediately, and she was able to hand them out. And just how grateful they were to be able to receive that. And one thing that I would like to say to both of you, and just to get your um, input on that, I know somewhat about Rain's home life and a little bit about what you just shared. So your basic needs, it seems, have always been met by your family. So kind of what's your motivation and your drive to get you going in the direction that you're going? What was, what do you say is some of your continuous motivation for that? I think my motivation would be, like, seeing how other people react to what, like, has happened. Yes. And it's, like, their reaction. Like, they're not always going to be positive, but those positive ones do make an impact. It's, like, with her backpacks, you gave her the backpack and you just saw the big smile mm -hmm. on the kid's face. And you were, yes. like, Makes you feel were good, happy. Yeah. yeah. Touches your heart. Yeah. <laughs> I, sure. I, agree, I agree with Jasmine. Me, like my best friend, she's always been by my side. I've met her, known her since pre-K. And she's been like my pretty much supportive system. Mm -hmm. That's what I can say. She's always helped me prepare the backpack. She's always helped me through anything. And she is like one of the main reasons why I'm like, the kind of like the person I am today. She motivates me to keep going. Good. Everyone needs somebody yeah. like that. You hold on to her. What's her name? Jacora. Jacora. You hold on to Jacora. But everyone has that, right? Jasmine, you've, we all have friends. Jasmine talked about kind of the reaction is a kind of yeah. a intrinsic motivator because you just want you mm -hmm. like to see them react. How do you feel when someone tries to help you? It like to me, I feel like I feel great to know that somebody else is trying to help and someone else is trying to make this community better. It, feel, it feels really good. Mm -hmm. One of the things that, particularly when you get older, like a, like us, not not necessarily you guys, <laughs> <laughs> but people that give and give and they do things because of that reward. Sometimes they have a hard time accepting it or they have a hard time acknowledging when they need help. 
the challenge sometimes always is, is as a, as a giver, because you guys are kind of givers, you're, you're helping and you're doing it for a variety of different reasons. But sometimes it's hard to be the acceptor, the receiver, because there's going to be some kids that listen to this. From your perspective, what are some things that you would suggest to them if, if they're sitting there listening to this or watching you and you go, yeah, and deep down they really want to do what you're doing? Or What are some ideas or, or suggestions you would give them to get started? I would say start off with something small first, like start off at like giving books to kids or something like that or like helping out the homeless. Like that's what I did at first. That's what I always used to do. I started like giving food to the homeless when I was about like four or five years old. And then I just decided to go big. If you really put your mind to it, then you can do it. You can really do it. I would say don't be afraid because I think that was my problem at first. My problem was, well, what if I get made fun of? Well, you know, because I'm a sophomore, you know, they're Mm -hmm. like, oh, I'm not like the big dog. I'm not like a a senior, but like I'm still, you know, double digits in school. (laughs) (laughs) You're not a freshman. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, what if they make fun of me? Like, and then I was like, do what you want to do and do it not for them. Do it for you mostly, because if you do something solely on them, you're not going to want it for yourself. You know, Mm -hmm. I do these things because I love to do it, not because I I need to do it. Right. And that's a that's a good point that you make that you just made. You're doing something that you love to do. And so I know you're in in 10th grade, you're in fifth, you have a few more years reign, but you're getting closer and you're thinking about your career path. And your career path needs to be something you love to do, just like you love to give and uh, serve in that way. One question that I had for you, uh, for both of you, is just I know that you've done projects and you've done different projects along the way and you continue to do that. Thinking about your day-to-day life in school, what are some things you try to do that show that you are a giving person or that you like to give? What are some things you do? I think it's like small things like holding the door open for someone or like opening the door for someone or just like saying hi to someone who looks sad. You know, it's the small things. It goes back to what Rain said earlier, just <laughs> just taking the time to go say hi. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a, there's a lot of pressure being a being a fifth grader or a sophomore these days, there's a lot of internal and external pressures. And you're right. I mean, we have students who come to us from all walks of life and all backgrounds that uh, some of them don't speak our language. Don't, some have not been in this country very long, as you know. And so, yeah, it'd be kind of like putting yourself in their shoes if you were to go to, to another country and be by yourself. Well, I can tell you this. The older I get, the more uh, encouraged I am by kids in in this area in particular now my daughter's older she graduated long you know I don't know when she graduated I'm trying to <laughs> <laughs> but uh when she was in high school back in 2006 2007 2008 I just noticed some of her and her friends were doing a lot more volunteer work as her generation kind of got older and moved on to college and got old I've watched these continuous generations like you guys kind of continue that and I think if there's a message that I would like for those listening to hear from this is not only Y'all's story, your particular story, and, and potentially inspiring other kids to, to get more involved in volunteer work. But I want adults to know, those that are not in the school system, to know that there are a lot of kids out there who do see the world in a bigger and a much larger scale, and they realize there are people that need help. There's no one, none of us are in a position where we can't help someone, no matter what our circumstances are. That's what makes me proud. That's why we wanted to do this topic. You know, we can't bring every student that does the volunteer work in here but you two kind of stand out and you represent a lot of other students. 
I guess, going forward, you'd mentioned, Jasmine, you're interested in being a vet. Mm-hmm. What do you think as a fifth grader? What do you, you seem to be pretty well put together. <laughs> and <laughs> what do you think? Um, well, when I grow up, I really want to be a dance choreographer because I, I've been dancing for my whole life. But I also might be a lawyer and then maybe run for mayor yeah. And then see where that takes me. And then you never know, I might be your new female president. There you go. <laughs> That's right. exactly what I wanted to hear. <laughs> we'll be voting for you. <laughs> You'll be our first dancing president. <laughs> Those are the types of aspirations that I want all of you guys to have. Is And there's no reason why you can't. Whatever you want, we're attempting to provide that for you. And your contribution to your fellow students and to your community I know you don't need this, and y'all spoke very eloquently about why you do this. It's kind of because it makes you feel good. You love to do it. You're not doing it because someone puts you on a podcast or someone pats you on the back. That's that's the beauty of this. That's the beauty because you're not seeking attention for this, right? <laughs> no, no, I actually don't like it. I know you've I been know you've been very you... shy about it. Yeah, I, I know. I, I don't like when I donated the library. I didn't think that like I was like okay, people are gonna know, but like. I'm done, you know? Mm-hmm. But then they were like, hey, you want to be in the A-Leaf newspaper? And I was like, um, <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> and then my mom was like, you should understand that, like, people want to hear your stories, you know? Yes. And mom is I right. was just like, uh, like, and then, then you were like, hey, do you want to do a podcast? And I was like, uh, and she was like, people want to hear your story. Let them hear it. And I was like, okay. Your story you know? inspires. And, yeah. you know, you want to inspire and encourage others and get more and more people, just like we were talking about before we started, just um, getting other people going in that same direction, inspiring other people to do that. And Rain said, if everyone did something to give back, what a different world it would be. So you're both doing that already. And your mom is right. To get your story out there is to inspire other people and to encourage other people. You don't, y'all don't realize it, or maybe you do, but right now you're performing a community service project. Yeah. <laughs> you are. You're providing a service for the community uh, by talking about it. So it's not so much you're doing this for yourself, you're doing it for other people. A lot of people volunteer during Thanksgiving and Christmas because it seems like the right thing to do. It's convenient. Uh, but the other 12 months of the year, or the other 11 months of the year, I mean, sometimes they don't. Would you agree with that? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Especially during, like, the holiday season. It's, like, Easter or big deal, like, mm-hmm. big deal mm-hmm. They're like, oh, well, it's the holidays, so people are lonely. And it's like, no, people are lonely all the time. It's not just during right. the holidays. Yeah. Right. Don't misunderstand. People need help during the holiday seasons, mm-hmm. and they need, and everyone's doing it for the most part out of the goodness of their heart. But you're right. There's other days of the year that, that they're feeling the same way. And so it's people like yourself um, that are helping fill that void. And my hope is from this little 30-minute podcast that someone may listen to it and be inspired and go do kind of like you're paying it forward. Let them go pay it forward to someone else. All right, before we wrap up, did, is there anything that you would like to share as it relates to community service, volunteerism, that we haven't had a chance to talk about? Because <laughs> I don't want to leave this without your voice being yeah. heard. 
Um, well, actually, last year I started a new project, which was um, my first annual toy drive for Christmas. And I actually got over like 4,000 toys. And <laughs> um, so we still have like a whole lots of bags in our attic with toys in it. So this year we're doing our second annual one. And this year I really can't wait because like I love seeing like the smiles on the kids' faces when I give them the toys because not all kids get presents under the Christmas tree. Like some kids get a little box that have like their name on it and it have like a little blanket in there. And like they're still grateful for it because they at least got something. That is exactly right. That is exactly right. Jasmine, anything? Don't doubt yourself. When you're going to do something, I know you've, you've doubted yourself sometimes because I have doubted myself. And it's like, if you want to do it, you can. You knew you could do the toy drive. So you were like, okay, let's try this. Yeah. You know, I did this with the backpack. So let me just try this yeah. with the toys. And you heard how like good of a reaction she got towards it. Like if you put your mind to anything, you can achieve it. You can. So one of my motivational speeches is behind a smile. There could be fear or sadness, but you never know just what you can do with a simple act of kindness. That's exactly right. So you do motivational speeches yes. as well. Doesn't surprise me. Yes. And I think I would like to say uh, just to uh, parents, uh, to the parents of these two young ladies, great work. Keep doing what you're doing. And also just to other parents who may be listening. Like Mr. Chambers said, everybody can do a little something. It doesn't have to be at the level of where these girls are, but just doing something and uh, helping your child see that they can do something is really important. And just as a building leader, listening to your students, when they get that passion about animals and they want to please collect uh, pet food, and when they get that passion about the homeless and they want to do a canned food drive, when they get that passion about the uh, raising money for cancer and they want to bring a dollar to wear a hat that day, just being supportive of that. Because that's a bigger picture. Our response to that as building leaders sends a message to all of the students that we have on our campus. And the message that I want to send to all students, no matter what campus I'm on, is you can make a difference. And you do make a difference by doing these things. Mm -hmm. And when you do these community service projects, you start noticing a lot more people who like have done it and just haven't said anything. And it's those are new friends you make. Yeah. 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 It's your connections. Yes. You, you find that's a good point. You find that there's more people doing it than you think. Mm-hmm. And they're either embarrassed or they're like yourself. They don't want the attention. They just they just want to do it. But right. there are more people like yourself than, than I think what most people give credit for. Yeah. That for we sure. recognize. So, well, thank you very much. Like I said earlier, I'm not sure when this is going to be put out for, for distribution, but I'm, I'm looking forward to the reaction to it because y'all yeah. raised some really, really critical points about an important attitude that we we need to keep instilling in our in our students and our youth and our adults but yeah so thank you very much all right jasmine rain miss bird appreciate you guys thank you mr chambers this has been impact ed i'm hd chambers thank you for listening and i would encourage everyone adults children kids doesn't matter where you live to to get involved and to and to follow the lead of jasmine and rain and and, uh, and do a little something. Do a little something. You have no idea who, who or what it might impact. So with that, thank you and have a great day. This has been an AMP production.